Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Foundation Friday, April 24th, 2020. Steve Cypress here with another in our, with another in our multi-part series on the great book, How to Be Rich by J. Paul Getty, written in the early 60s when he was the richest man on earth. And this chapter he calls The Educated Barbarians. Jeff is here. Good seeing you. Uh, that is a reference to the ancient, uh, the Roman times where he says the barbarians were surrounded by some of the greatest culture in world history, and they kind of uh, dressed the part, and they kind of, uh, you know, walked around all the statues and the fountains and the architecture and all that, but he said they never really uh, became cultured at all. They stayed barbarians. And while Getty was an American, he had, as the richest person on earth, of course he had enterprises all over the world, traveled a lot, and this chapter is pretty much beating American men, especially to death, about our lack of culture. And I have to say that uh, I just reread this chapter that I've read many times before as the entire book, because maybe you can tell how beat up and dog-eared and underlined and asterisk the whole thing is. And I was reminded that uh, I'm one of these educated, uh, or what is he called? Yeah, the educated barbarians. Uh, that I've been around culture, but uh, I've never paid it much mind. And he says that especially American men have somehow, um, it's a belief that culture is for women, that it's effeminate to like the opera or museums or art or fashion or anything like that. And I have to say that, uh, you know, opposites attract, and that's one of the things I, I really love about my beautiful wife, Michelle. She cares about all that stuff. And as you can see... I call it stuff. So there I am, the educated barbarian. Uh, but I do appreciate that she cares about all the, you know, the, the paintings and the artwork. And she's always talking about finding some painting somewhere. Do you think, will this look good here? Or do, would you like it with this? And I'm like, what, what do I think? Get whatever you want. What, what would I know? I mean, look at me. Talk about fashion. Look at me. I just pick the next ugly red Hawaiian shirt out off the rack the next day. I got like 25 of these things. I don't care which one it is. I don't care what anything looks like. I don't wear any jewelry or anything other than my, my wedding ring. These glasses are the absolute plainest glasses I could possibly pick out. I never go for any kind of, ooh, look at the glass. I remember the first time I had an eye test and afterwards, uh, you know, the girl takes me over to the, the walls of of nothing but frames. And she's like, well, now pick out the frame you want. And I was completely dumbfounded and, 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 uh, and, uh, paralyzed. I didn't even know what to do. I'm like, what are you talking? What, what's the difference? And she's like, well, the only di I said, it, it, you know, you gave, you got to put the, the lenses in. That's the difference. The frames, what's the difference of the frames? And she kind of laughed. J. Paul Getty would have laughed at me, uh, saying like, you know, well, I mean, people like different looks of different frames. And I, again, totally foreign concept to me. I was like, what do I care? I want the cheapest, plainest, dullest. That's it. Give me the black, 
plain frame. She's like, oh, people like this one, it says Gucci on it, or this one has diamonds on the side, or this is gold, or the way. I'm like, what? None of that crap. Not for me. I, can't you tell? I'm an, un, I'm an educated barbarian, I could have told her. Now, one thing I do like, that uh, these glasses are not only the plainest, simplest glasses there were, but I don't know if you can see this on here. Where does it say? There it is. Can you see it in there? Uh, it's covered up by my fingers. Let's try this. I don't know if you can see it, but these are official Shaquille O'Neal glasses. These are called Shaquille O'Neal signature glasses. And for that matter, I instantly had that. Not only are they the plainest, simplest glasses, but holy crap, I put these on and immediately I can dunk over all-star NBA players at will, anytime I want. Now, muscle them for a rebound. So I love my Shaq glasses. Anyway, so I am, as he aptly describes in here, one of these educated barbarians. Uh, one quote, he says, I found that the majority of American men really believe there's something effeminate, if not downright subversively un-American, about showing any interest in literature, drama, art, classical music, opera, ballet, or any other type of cultural endeavor. I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, I don't want any of that crap. Uh, it, is, <laughs> it is virtually their hubris that they are too, quote, manly and, quote, virile for such effete things that they prefer basketball to Bach and poker to Plato and blah, blah, blah. He calls this culture phobia. Uh, and so uh, that's me. So maybe I got to work on that. Uh, because uh, he, and this is the chapter, by the way, where he tells a story that even though he was born into a very poor farming family, that his ancestors came to America, uh, James Getty, the first in his family to settle in America in what was the Wild West frontier of those days in the 18, uh, 1800s um, of uh, the town that is now known as Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's named after his someone great great or grandfather or whatever it was anyway um he just finished off, off the chapter with his urging that let's see if i pay attention since i haven't before obviously um uh, other than marrying someone who uh but that's that's his point here that american men he says you know you take them out uh wine and dine people for business and when this is, this is important for all of you to do business. Well, you already know this if you do international business, but if you haven't yet, this is important to know. He says when you're entertaining Americans, you take them out to, you know, a club to smoke cigars or strip club or, you know, a ball game or any of that kind of stuff. But if you're entertaining European businessmen or anyone from the rest of the world, they're flabbergasted at all that. Like, you're kidding me. They much rather would have gone to the opera or the ballet, or a museum. And same thing happens in reverse. He's like, you know, you know, couples go to Paris, and the woman wants to go to the art galleries and the museums, and the men just want to go to the clubs. And he's like, why would you sit in a dark, smoke-filled club listening to crappy music that you do anywhere in the world? You're in Paris. There's all kinds of culture. I'd be like, yeah. Anyway, uh, he does say... At the conclusion of the chapter, he gives an urging to all of us educated barbarians of why we might want to become a little cultured, or a lot cultured. He says, the cultured man is almost invariably a self-assured, urbane, and completely confident male. 
He recognizes, appreciates, and enjoys the subtler shadings and nuances to be found in the intellectual, emotional, and even physical spheres of human existence and in the relationships between human beings. Far from emasculating or effeminizing a man, a cultural interest serves to make him more completely male, as well as a more complete human being. It stimulates and vitalizes him as an individual and sharpens his taste, sensibilities, and sensitivity for and to all things in life. Be it in the bedroom or the boardroom, he is much better equipped to play his masculine role than is the heavy-handed and maladroit educated barbarian. So there you have it. Business advice for business and life from the great J. Paul Getty, How to Be Rich, here on Foundation Friday. And if that isn't a foundational tip to your overall enjoyment and success in life, I don't know what is. And maybe that's why uh, they call it the old boy network and it's tough for women to break into the, uh, you know, the, the leadership roles in business in America. Uh, but it's possibly a... Uh, a great reason why, uh, I can't say I preferred because I think I really just don't care, but I've always had uh, great success uh, with women and putting women in leadership roles in all my businesses and, and situations I've had. And maybe that's why that they're much better equipped than us educated barbarians to deal with the world and people and all that kind of good stuff. And that'll do it for Foundation Friday. I see a bunch of people here. Hello to all of you. Thanks for being here. Thanks to everyone watching on the replay. I don't see any questions, comments, concerns, although, man, I'm standing right here. It's an easy pincushion target for comments and concerns about the topic of this video today. But I'll leave that for all of you. Thanks for the likes and the laughs and the shares and all that kind of good stuff to Facebook loves. Speaking of which, I'll be back tomorrow on Social Media Saturday. And I will catch you then, over and out, from Educated Barbaria. Good night. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making